When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The T20 World Cup semi-finals, they're set in stone as things are about to heat up. New Zealand will be taking on Pakistan and England will be battling out with India. How good? We thought we'd have a bit of a chat to review the last few weeks of the World Cup and preview the pointy end of this tournament with Will McPherson, who's a cricket writer for the Telegraph Sport in the UK and one of the hosts of the Two Hacks one pro podcast, and he joins us on the phone this morning. Hey, Will, how's things going? Yeah, not bad, fellas. Good to be tuning in. How are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Thanks for joining us this morning on Keeping Izzy for Breakfast. Um, what have you made of the World Cup so far, mate? Can you remember seeing this many upsets? Yeah, it's been a bit of a classic, hasn't it? I mean, it's been a it's been a shame that um, the weather's got in the way occasionally. Over here in the UK, we don't really expect that from Australia. Whatever the time of year, we we just have this vision that the sun shines constantly in Aussie but um, that's clearly not true uh, but when when the, when they've actually got on the park it's been pretty amazing um, they've had some great upsets England lost to Ireland obviously we saw more of a weekend with um, a Dutch team kind of full of South Africans beating South Africa which was pretty amazing um, and yeah some, some great games that, that India-Pakistan game will be remembered for a long time so yeah, it's been a great tournament so far, and I reckon it's going to some some pretty spicy semi-finals coming up. It should be a good finish. When you think of the minnow teams, um, Will, you think of the Islands, the Netherlands. You know, we've got plenty of others that are playing in this tournament. Is this stem from all of the exposure that they've had in the T Twenty competition and the format? You got the Big Bash, you got the IPL, you got the Caribbean League. Are we seeing um, all this exposure paying off for these smaller nations? Yeah, I think there's definitely a little bit of that. And, and I think they, they get a chance to play more against international teams. I mean, I remember New Zealand were over this summer and they I think they took a trip to, well, as well as coming to play test matches against against Baz's England team, they also went to, to the Netherlands, they went to Ireland, Scotland. They played, they played against these other teams. So I think these teams are all getting more opportunities. T20, obviously, the shorter the game, the more chance you've got of an upset, kind of a more condensed format. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a great... We're just seeing a little bit of how the great game of cricket's growing and it's becoming a sport that's not just played by, you know, six, seven, eight teams who we, we've known forever. And it's actually played for played by a lot more and, and is a really popular sport. I mean, even Scotland didn't make it out of the initial stage, but they knocked over the West Indies, which would have been <laughs> unthinkable a few years ago. So that was pretty amazing. Um, yeah, it's, I, I think you're right. I think um, just for so many opportunities around the world and these players are growing. And um, it's yeah, it's it's a real real force for good. 
Hey, well, what have you made of Australia's downfall? I see that um, in Aussie this morning they're all starting to come out, ex-captains, and also um, saying just how poorly they've performed in this tournament. What's your thoughts? Foremost, I thought it was very funny, um, but yeah, they, they kind of um, they they you know they won the World Cup last year. They beat they beat New Zealand in the final. Obviously, New Zealand beat in England in that amazing semi final. But they never really like they won it last year. But I don't know, people over here certainly didn't kind of think they were the best team. I think that tournament was very heavily weighted on the toss, which is never great. The conditions meant that you always wanted to bat second, uh, as they were able to in every single game. Um, and then, and then this time round, they went into the tournament. They, they seem to be playing a lot of cricket in the build-up, and I, I noticed their players have been talking about that as kind of a bit of burnout or whatever. But that doesn't sort of kind of excuse like being absolutely mm. trashed by New Zealand on the on the first night. And from the moment that happened, they they were really up against it to get through. They, they needed their game against England was rained out, and if they if that had happened. Um, they needed to beat England and they, they would have had a chance then. But from that moment on, you always kind of fancied uh, Australia to go out in the in the pools. And um, yeah, now they have. I think, yeah, as I said, here, there's not too much sympathy knocking around for the Aussies. <laughs> yeah, same here, buddy. Same here. What, what, what do you think of South Africa's struggles in the major events, competitions? You've heard Mark Boucher coming out and just saying they're absolutely choked. We don't know what it is. When you're going down against a, a Dutch side full of South Africa, as you said earlier, but, you know, what is it? What, why do they struggle so much at these major competitions? It is It's quite incredible. And, it, you know, I thought this, this time, I thought they looked... They beat India. They started the tournament mm. really well. They looked they looked really strong. And I thought, God, this might actually be the year they they win something and that they, they kind of come good on it. But it, it's very strange. And it's like a uniquely cricket thing. You know, I like my rugby as well. Um, and they, you know, they, as you guys know, they, they've won the, won the World Cup three times, just like the All Blacks. They, they turn up for big events in rugby, whereas, whereas in cricket, they kind of wilt in that, in that position. Um, mm. This time... This will go down as one of the all-time greats. I mean, you got the one in 1999 when poor old Alan Donald dropped his bat. And, I mean, Grant Elliott had that amazing moment in, in 2015 when he knocked, knocked him out in the semi-final. Everyone remembers that. But um, what were you calling him? The hairy javelin, was it? Um, yeah, the hairy javelin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, but this, one, this one's an all-time great for them. I mean, in terms of, in terms of, in terms of mucking it up, I, I can't quite believe it. Yeah, they just had to beat the Dutch. The Dutch are obviously, as we were saying before, like a growing force, but quite incredible to lose that game uh, and, and to go out like that. They'd obviously already lost to Pakistan as well. I think they should have beaten Pakistan. Though, but they look a better team than Pakistan to me, but they failed to do that as well. Hey, well, we've got some smoking semi-finals coming up, and we know, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're back in the English, but who's been your team of the tournament so far? Who do you like? Well, that's the, that's the good thing about this tournament so far. All of these four teams we've got through have had some... Some pretty good wins, but also some you know, pretty disappointing losses. I'm sure the Black Caps would have been pretty disappointed at the manner in which they went down to England. Um, you know, England, England to that point, they'd just lost to Ireland. There was a chance to knock England out. I actually think England probably, as an all-round squad, have have do have the best squad in the World Cup. I, I don't know, that might be a big call, especially just before a game against India. But India just looked like they're kind of... They're still working this out a little bit. Obviously, Virat Kohli's in unbelievable touch, which um, 
which is A, amazing for the tournament, but B, very good news for India. And they've got, you know, Surya Kumar Yadav has emerged as like one of the absolute best, well, probably the best T20 batter in the world. So so that's pretty cool as well. But they've all lost games they probably should have won. And they've, they've, they've won a couple of games they've, cut, they've come through with um, in difficult situations. England, England didn't exactly look like title contenders when they were beating Sri Lanka the other day, I have to say, but they got the job done. And they're into the they're into the last four. They did what they needed to do. Ben Stokes, this is kind of when he comes into his own. He might. It was been a bit of debate here about whether he should be in the England T20 team because obviously he's 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 going so well in the Test format, working brilliantly with your mate Baz. Um, and he just oh, yes. yeah, but he he just he just proved that he's an absolute clutch kind of. I don't know. We he, he, I suppose in rugby you might say like a Test match animal. He's he's got that that kind of character where he just turns up in the big moments. We saw it in 2019 World Cup, 2019 Ashes. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if he, he's the guy who kind of helps England out on Thursday against India. So Bears McCullum, a Kiwis coaching the English size. Do you predict a Scott Robinson to maybe take over the English rugby team? That would be pretty cool. Uh, that would be another like kind of charismatic Kiwi. Um, I mean, Baz, like it's it's been kind of amazing here with with Baz the transformation that's gone on under under him. He's been um, he's been seriously good, uh, and everyone's kind of loving just for the the sort of charisma he's brought back to the English Test team and fearlessness. And I don't know, maybe maybe we need some Kiwi in our rugby as well. <laughs> no, we don't want to see that. We don't want to see that. That's just a little bit of tongue-in-cheek. He's up there with the Barbars at the moment. I'm no doubt the English Rugby Football Union will be circling. Hey, quickly, before we let you go, we're going to talk about our Kiwi side, the Black Caps, mate. What have you made of, of the Black Caps? Are you quite surprised? We're a little bit apprehensive leading into this tournament, more like myself, just about how how well they're going to go. They started the t- tournament with a hiss and a roar, obviously annihilating Australia. But have you been quite impressed with how they've gone? And, and how do you think the a semi-final plays out. I was seriously impressed with uh, that win over Australia. I actually quite fancied them to pull off an upset, but I didn't. I didn't think they'd be able to do it in such extraordinarily comprehensive mm. fashion. Like that was incredible. That's about as one-sided as a T20 gets. I I think they are a better team than they were 12 months ago when they got to the final. Um, I love Finn Allen at the top of the order. I think he kind of. He kind of really gets it in in the style of play that's required in T20 these days, and just really attacking. Glenn Phillips has obviously been unbelievable, both as a fielder and a batsman. So he's seriously exciting. They just look like a really well-rounded team. I fancy them to beat Pakistan. New Zealand are a consistent team, whereas Pakistan blow hot and cold. So I think New Zealand should get to the final. And... Um, Certainly, if they're up against India, I hope they go they go one better than last year and 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 pull off pull off that title. I know you guys have all been waiting for in one of the one day tournaments. I know the Test Championship happened in twenty 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 one, but I'd love to see it in a in a white ball comp as well. Yeah, well, I think we'd be a bit bit more confident if we were taking on India. I don't know what it is about you bloody English, but you seem to have the will of all of us in competition finals. So, in England, uh, an India New Zealand final will be a bit more comfortable. Quickly, before we let you go, Kane Williamson? Kane Williamson, you think he's back to full confidence and, and he's got real trust in his game at the moment? I just think he's like, a bit like what I said about Stokes. You know, you can debate mm. Kane Williamson's place in the team, whether he's whether he's in form, whether he's scoring scoring too slowly or whatever. I would just always want him there. I, you know, that kind of clutch personality. I think back to the final last year where he kind of single handedly um, 
got got New Zealand to a score, which I know it wasn't defended in the end, but it, it came, you know, they it put him in a good position. I'd always want him there. He was class in the 2019 World Cup. And I think that, that innings the other day might just get his tournament rolling. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the guy who turns up on Thursday. First, we really appreciate it. You're a cricket writer for the Telegraph Sport and host of Two Hacks, One Pro podcast over there in the UK. Thanks so much, mate, and all the best to England taking on India in the semi final. Yes, there he is, Will McPherson, talking all things cricket, showing us confidence. I'm confident in this one, Kempi, taking on the Pakistan. Mm. But if England get the job done over India, which I'm probably more heading towards the English uh, putting on a performance against India, just gives me a little bit of nerves taking on the English. But we do owe, owe, uh, owe them one for sure. And hopefully uh, we've got one more hurdle to cross before we get to that final, an opportunity to go to the big dance. How good? Yeah, it's a, to- it's a toss of the coin, really, and hopefully the Black Caps can get through and get the job done. Um, but, yeah, very, very good semis coming up. He was a bit tongue-in-cheek, too, about uh, Razor, wasn't he? Maybe he knows <laughs> something, mate. Mate, honestly, we know something. We all know. The whole of New Zealand knows that Razor's up there having a long lunch <laughs> with uh, the CEO of England Rugby Football Union. No doubt, no doubt. Um, so, yeah, worth to watch that space. But it's been a, a pretty interesting... Um, tournament so far, and you think of the minnows, you think of the the islands that that you know bet some quality outfits. You think of the Scottish team that beat West Indies, the Netherlands that beat the South Africans, and it makes for interesting conversation of how this has come about. And is it the real exposure to to the cricket now? All the competitions around the world, a lot of opportunities for players to really stamp their mark against quality players, and it's really shown dividends. So, mate, I'm loving it, loving the tournament so far. I, look, I, I wish they had this this format back in the days when Viv Richards and Kurtley Ambrose and the likes of them West Indians were playing, um, both them for England, you know, all those all those guys when they get that short format and they just go out there and express themselves. So, mate, these the Dutch and the Irish coming through. Um, I, I'm a West Indies supporter. I, I, I wonder what ever happened to that cricket team because, you know, you never hear about them anymore. Well, they run hot and cold, Kempi, and they had one T20 World Cups and um, uh, champion, bravo, Champion, you know that whole era of mm. bad boys, and just they—they they seem to win. They are winners, a lot of them individually. But something, you're right. They went off the boil. And Izzy, I loved your question about the exposure of these big tournaments and what that's doing, because it has to be right. You think about the amount of opportunities out there nowadays, um, and that's why you look at rugby and rugby league. The sports as a whole are quite insular because there's only a certain amount of places you can actually earn, and and the pop-ups of these MLRs and different tournaments around mm. the world. It's going to actually help the global game. Like, I, sw- I really do believe that you're right here with cricket and what it's doing. And uh, just an interesting point, we've played Pakistan in three semifinals at World Cups before. We're 0-3, including that 99 hiding where they chased down our 241 with the loss of one wicket. Saeed Anwar's 120-odd, oh, no. I think he scored. It was a, an absolute dicking, as they say. Uh, 2007 was the last time and we lost by six wickets. But... We're a different team. It's a different era. We know how consistent this team is. And um, tomorrow night, live on ECNZ, you'll hear it all with McCarty and his cricket crew. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.